It begins with the Ford idling up the narrow drive, the sweet drone of honeysuckle thickening the August air, the girls in the back seat holding hands, the car windows down to let in the seep of night, the radio playing until the driver, suddenly jittery, snaps it off. They scale the gate, still strung with Christmas lights, encountering first the dumb quiet of the caretaker's cottage, the caretaker taking an evening nap on the couch, his bare feet tucked side by side, like loaves, his girlfriend in the bathroom wiping away the hazy crescents of eye makeup. Then the main house, where they startle the woman reading in the guest bedroom, the glass of water quivering on the nightstand, the damp cotton of her underpants, her five-year-old son by her side, murmuring cryptic nonsense to fight sleep. They herd everyone into the living room, the moment the frightened people understand the sweet dailiness of their lives, the swallow of morning orange juice, the tilting curve taken on a bicycle, is already gone. Their faces change like a shutter opening, the unlocking behind the eyes. I had imagined that night, so often, the dark mountain road, the sunless sea, a woman felled on the night lawn, and though the details had receded over the years, grown their second and third skins, when I heard the lock jamming open near midnight, it was my first thought, the stranger at the door. I waited for the sound to reveal its source, a neighbor's kid bumping a trash can onto the sidewalk, a deer thrashing through the brush. That's all it could be, I told myself, this far-off rattle in the other part of the house, and I tried to picture how harmless the space would seem again in daylight, how cool and beyond danger. But the noise went on, passing starkly into real life. There was now laughter in the other room, voices, the pressurized swish of the refrigerator. I trawled for explanations, but kept catching on the worst thought. After everything, this was how it would end. Caught in a house that was not my own, among the facts and habits of someone else's life. My bare legs, jotted with varicose veins. How weak I'd appear when they came for me. A middle-aged woman, scrabbling for the corners. I lay in bed, my breath shallow as I stared at the closed door, waiting for the intruders, the horrors I imagined taking human shape and populating the room. There would be no heroics, I understood. Just the dull terror, the physical pain that would have to be suffered through. I wouldn't try to run.